Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a fifth edition D&D podcast, but today we are doing something extra special. It is Women in Tabletop Gaming Month, and I, Amy Moore, am your dungeon master for the first time. Amy, you're so amazing. I know. And with me. I'm so excited about it already. And with me on this magical journey is the beautiful and long flowy haired Carla Johnson. Carla, how you doing? I'm wonderful. So because it's a whole new game, I have a whole new character. So tonight I will be playing Gaia Hope. Mm. Mm -hmm. What? Who is she? What what is she? I want a little more. Uh, Give me more. Uh, She is a tiefling druid. Uh, you want a little backstory? I got a little backstory for you. I love a little backstory. Okay. Do you want backstory now or oh, do you no, want backstory no, wait. in game? Maybe let's do backstory okay. in game. Okay. We'll, we'll have you RP backstory. Sounds good. But I'm excited because I looked at your, I looked at all your character sheets a little bit and two of them are outstanding and one has very little written anywhere. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Is it yours? What's wrong with mine? <laughs> One's awfully empty. That might not be yours, Tom. Was it, was it yours? It was me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Tom. it's always Tom. It's never, it's never mine. Tom just told us he loved typing. I think it was a lie. I yeah. know. If it, if it counts for anything, I meant to fill it out. Fair enough. So you know what? It's all up here, right? Steel trap. It's all up there. And speaking of it's all up there, it's Tom Laird. Tom, tell me about your character. Uh, yeah, I'm playing a forest gnome cleric named Gerbo Ningle. I love that. Yeah. That's a good name. Gerbo. It's awesome. It's the G crowd here. Gaia and Gerbo. Yeah, they made fun of me for having G names, and then they both... Well, I thought that was, like, the thing. If you guys would like to wait until we're RPing, my character will actually be known as Hope. Oh. Okay, good to know, good to know. All right, and thanks, Tom. And with us, as always, our usual fearless leader, but now a slightly frightened follower, Russ Moore. That's me. Yeah, who's your character, Russ? I play Roscoe Whispermouse. <laughs> you didn't choose a name at all close to yourself. I'm going to call you Ross the entire time. Roscoe Whispermouse, <laughs> he's a halfling paladin, so you know his shield is going to protect everybody. <laughs> Being three feet tall. Good, because you guys are going to need it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that for certain. Nothing is for certain in Amy's game. All right. Well, you guys, I'm super excited. I hope it goes well. Um, just be kind. That's all I ask, right? Just oh, yes. Always. Uh, So I mentioned before, we are doing this for Women in Tabletop Gaming Month, which is super important. Uh, So I'll ask all of our listeners to 
first check out the website it's womenintabletopgaming.com and what it's all about is it started with an online discussion um that the creators of this new do i want to call it a holiday uh, it's a it's a month uh, celebra- it's a month it's a celebration celebration month. Uh, put together yeah sounds very that sounds very reverent it's put together by our friend uh, david ginsburg at tales from the fandom he runs uh, a podcast yes. there David is awesome. And so, yeah, they were having a conversation when they realized women do not have any sort of recognition in the tabletop gaming community. And they wanted to rectify that. So uh, the main motivation is just to recognize, respect and empower women in tabletop gaming communities um, that have positively impacted who they who they work with and what they run with and and just the general gaming community as a whole so if you're interested in creating any content uh, that you want to be featured during this month which is the month of june please email david at tales from the fandom at gmail.com and get in on that and listen to all the other podcasts are doing special episodes oh, it's not just us yeah. oh my god there's so many podcasts doing special episodes it's so fun it's a month chocolate block yeah uh david's podcast as well i think he has an episode every single day of this month which is amazing and then some, I think, yeah. Tons tons of podcast episodes and uh, tons of creators. And they also have a charity going on um, where you can donate to the Urgent Action Fund for Women's Human Rights, uh, which is a feminist fund that protects, strengthens, and sustains women and transgendered human rights defenders at critical moments. Um, so all that's on the website there. You just click store and donations. They also have a T-shirt with the Women in Tabletop Gaming Month logo that I you can go purchase. I love that logo. I love it's a it really too. cool it's logo. Really great. Which the funds from that go towards uh, the Urgent Action Fund for Women's Human Rights. Love it. Awesome. All right. Well, without further ado, fuck it. Let's play D and D. Yay! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, you guys already know each other. Okay. You are already together. Your band is already formed. Uh, just because I thought that would make it easier on me. And a little bit on you. But, your 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 band is together. But I want to know, like, how did you guys all find each other? I mean, Roscoe, small man, big heart, is what he is. He comes from the Halfling tribe. Uh, based in Chondalwood, which is the interior of Faerun. And his story starts with a part of... He was part of a farming family that one day a terrible storm hit the forest. And through accident or divine intervention, he saved everyone in this tribe by leading a charge in building a makeshift shelter that should have been torn away, but remained the only structure left standing in his village. So he saw that in that storm, the face of Avro-reen, Ar- Avro-Levine? Ar- Arvorin <laughs> in a muddy puddle. And she spoke to him and said, you need to go out and do good. So he said, fuck it. I'm going to go out and do good. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, catchphrase, Roscoe. Then out on his journey, he ran into Hope and, and or Gaia and Jerbo. Hope and Jerbo. Hope and Jerbo. Hope and Jerbo. Which makes perfect sense because Gaia Hope, known to her friends as Hope, is also on a mission for good. Aren't we all just so wow. Goody goodies. This is a group of goody goodies. Uh, Hope 
was uh, born in an urban slum like many tieflings, but when she was very young, um, representatives from a Druidic organization came to the slums and recruited children kind of from all different races and took them basically to like a nature sanctuary and raised them to be protectors of the earth. Um, So her name, which she gave herself to um, represent her her it's called her virtue name so it is the thing that she strives for so gaia of course is like the mother nature spirit and hope is the the virtue she has for that so she is very in tune with nature and and um seeks balance in all things of course she is also uh, a tiefling which means she also likes to play with fire very literally. Um, She is attuned to the element of fire. Um, And she, yeah, she is used to people judging her based on the way she looks, which is like a tiefling. She has very, very dark, um, like maroon, almost black skin and huge uh, 18 inch long horns out of her forehead. And like, she looks mean. She looks kind of scary, but she is not scary until maybe she is fighting for the things that matter to her, which are charity and protecting the people that can't protect themselves. So it sounds like like these two so far on a on a mission for good. Two peas mm. in a pod is what we are. Yeah. Now let's wait and see what Jerbo's got going yeah. on. Well, this will all be off the top of my head, <laughs> but I think I can work with this. Uh, So when Gerbo was a small child, he was separated from the rest of his clan during an intense storm uh, in the forest, and he heard a voice calling out to him, offering shelter. And so he found his way following this voice into a small cave and therefore survived the storm. And it turns out that the god Talos himself was actually calling to Gerbo to come out from the cold and he's been a worshipper ever since and he wanders the country looking for things to to put right to help out in any situation that he can nice so it is gerbo not gerbo gerbo yes gerbo my bad my bad right it's all good okay i just wanted to make sure he's very forgiving so he wouldn't take it personally Uh, you know what this just sounds like a really just a kind group like just sweeties just um, I also name drop my god like people should know who the fuck she is, but it's Ar- Arvo Reen, also known as the Defender or the Wary Sword, which is the closest the halflings have to a war god, but actually is the halfling pantheon's deity of defense guardians and watchers. Okay. So. okay. And who's your god, Tom? Uh, my god is Talos. And I'll have to look up real quick. I think he's like justice related, but I will double check. Cool. Well, it sounds like we have just not a red. Oh, he's the Storm Lord. Never mind. Ooh. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Evil alignment. What? Also known as the Destroyer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the Destroyer of Evil? Um, he maybe is evil aligned, but I'm not. So In, in this world, it could be whatever you want. I get it could be. This world is what we make of it. Your group has settled in the town of Alnwick. After successfully completing your last mission, which was helping rid the next village over of a band of kobolds who were looting and wreaking havoc and just pretty much just being scallywags and just straight up 
nuisance makers. Uh, it wasn't a huge deal. You guys were able to handle it quite quite swiftly and the town was really grateful uh, but you wanted to continue to pursue your mission and thusly you you do not stay very long in one place you guys kind of roam you you're forever searching your job will never be done so you're following that path together probably developing some really great friendships along the way uh, so 100% you, we are yeah you guys are just Bonded. We three people who like to save other people are really great at our job. No, Russ, you're not you're not a bard in this game. Doesn't matter. Still like to sing. I'm a halfling, but I gotta do what I gotta do. Do what you gotta do. So you guys get into Alnwick. Uh, it was only about a day's journey from the last town. Would you like to explore Alnwick? Yeah, what's Alnwick got going on there? Is there like uh uh, what's the what's the lay of the land? We we enter Alnwick and and what do we see? Well, you see largely kind of an an agricultural farming community, but more so on the side of livestock. So they have they have large fields, not a lot of vegetation growing here. It is not is not a big town. It's very small. There are there are three taverns and a smithery and then small houses nothing fancy everything is very um just very basic it's just what they need to survive uh, they're also they're a very trade-based community with their town that is just a day's north travel uh, the town of blind hills so blind hills trades uh with them they're their grain, their vegetables, and Alnwick provides them with cattle um, and textiles. So they have a good bartering trade system going on with the other town that makes them very dependent upon one another. My friends, we should go have a drink. Well, I love a good drink. Let's have a drink. What can we... Um, are the three taverns, which seems like a lot for what seems like oh, a low mm-hmm. population. And those farmers work hard and they want to drink well, hard, too. It's true. <laughs> um, are they all on, like, one strip? Or, like, <laughs> like is, it, is there, like, a little downtown where the three taverns are? Or are they kind of, like, neighborhood places? Or what do we see? They are in neighborhood places. So it is almost exactly what you would imagine from a quarter mile type town. You have the yeah. main road running through, essentially splitting the town in half um, on the one side. So if you're coming in through, <laughs> I don't know, directions, you're coming in n- northbound. And okay. on the east, there are two taverns. Do I tell them the names? Well, I mean, if we see them, maybe we should, uh, the funny one there, which one's that one? That one is the Loud Loaf. The Loud Loaf sounds like a real good time. Maybe we want to go into that one. Uh, can we see the others? Like, I was, I can read. Like, is there signs? <laughs> I don't know why Rusty's there are what the taverns are called. Yes. Well, she uh, said, they, we were, she said they, they weren't, but they were like neighborhood ones, right? Well, so. No, no. Well, they are essentially on opposite sides of the street from one another. 
Like in the town square kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Imagine a large road running through, cutting a town in half, and there is not much past a few blocks of houses going in either direction. And then it's just farmland. It's just cattle and sheep. You see chickens running across the road. Meat hanging at different vendors along the side of the road. You can smell uh, the flesh. Some are cooking some of the meats for patrons. The three taverns provide alcohol, as you may have guessed, but also uh, places to eat and rooms to board as well. So on the one side, on the, what did I say, on the east side, you see the loud loaf and the elusive sloth. And then to the west, on the west side of the street, you see the quiet gate. Where do you want to go? Are we fresh off killing these kobolds? Or we've traveled for a day, you said? You've traveled for a day. What was it? The elusive kobold? Was that what it was? The elusive elusive sloth. 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 Yes. Yeah, we killed the kobolds. Right. That's what it was confusing me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think we need uh, just a little uh, rest and relaxation, uh, and uh, maybe maybe a drink and uh, and, a, and a hot sandwich or something. Whatever they serve here in this town. All right, friend of Ruse, where do we want to go? Which one do you like? What do you like the look of? Elusive sloth sounds very appealing to me, but I'm not. I don't have a strong preference. I vote for sloth. I want to find out why he's so elusive. Let's go see if we can track him down. We sidle up to the elusive sloth. <laughs> All right, you guys walk up to the elusive sloth. You see the sign, the signage at the front hanging. It is literally a sloth hanging with the, like a wooden carving of a sloth hanging with the elusive sloth. That is um, a sweet sign. Yes, it just says elusive on the sloth, though, but the point comes across. This it. is the elusive sloth. So you push through the door and you enter into quite a quiet bar. There's only a few other patrons in there. Um, a, at the back of the bar, you see a half-orc gentleman uh, cleaning some glasses and polishing up the counter. Okay, so we go up to the bar. I don't want to sound sizest, but both my dudes here are real little. Oh yeah, three foot right. two. Do you like, want to lift them up on like the stool? Three feet tall? Yep. <laughs> here you go, buddy. <laughs> like, no, I call out, I'm like... Even- Barkeep! <laughs> and see if he notices me. Are you right well, up to the bar? He definitely notices I'm hidden. Me. Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> he looks... He, he looks at Hope and then kind of to either side. Uh, the, the bar is about... The bar is about, I'd say, like 38 to 48 inches high give or take. Oh, 42 inches high. It's, a, it's half a foot taller than I am. Yep. <laughs> and so you he as looks well? and hears the voice and then just looks at me and I have not moved my mouth. Yes. <laughs> uh, and for my next trick, I shall pull a dove <laughs> from my butt. <laughs> he, he looks around utterly confused and he's like, hey girly, you got yourself quite a talent. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Th- thank you. Thank you, are, sir. Are there stools? Um, could we? There are bar stools, yes. I pull myself up onto a stool. I'll do the same. Oh, little man. <laughs> I did not see you there. <laughs> that was the point. Welcome to the elusive sloth. Uh, thank you. We just we just got to town. We um we were we're we're, we're just traveling through. Um could we I'd like a pint pint of 
pint of ale. How about you guys? Yeah, biggest pint you got there, bud. I'll just, I'll just take a normal pint. You know what? You guys seem really, really nice. And I would love to give you what you want. But unfortunately, we are all out of the ale. That's what the elusiveness is. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, I would what? love to give you it. I would. But you see, our town is run out of barley and hops. And we have no way to make our ale. Oh, I heard of this gluten-free beer. Yeah, we don't have that stuff. Oh, yet. okay. No gluten. Plus, I hear it tastes like shit. Oh. <laughs> Sorry to all uh, the gluten-free people out there. Uh, what what do you have on offer then? Uh, I've got um, I have some nice, nice mulled wine, um, and and water. And milk, wait, and, I, wait, and I and I hand milked my cow just this morning, so it's fresh. Sir, well, sorry, what was your name? If you didn't specify, I'm I'm Roscoe. What, what's your handle? Greg. 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 I like it. Mm. Um, so you look like a farming community that you know may have all of the things that you need to make this ale. What? What up? What you know? It's <laughs> the soil we have has been farmed on for so long that the hoofs of the cattle have pounded it, and he pounds his big hand against his other big hand <laughs> and says, it is practically stone underneath. We cannot grow but very basic things in very small amounts. Hmm. We get all of our grain from Blind Hills. And Blind Hills, they just, they, they don't got any this week? Of course Blind Hills has some. Why would they not have some? Well, you don't have some, but if you get it from Blind Hills, why don't you have it now? That's all I'm asking. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying to uh, figure my, out. My, my small friend. Why we, you don't have... We cannot... We can. The road is impassable right now. What, why is that? What's, what's on the road? Can I have a water? Malt <laughs> <laughs> wine. I like that you went from going from the biggest beer possible to a glass of yeah, water. Yeah, too. Is the situation very sobering for not, you? Not a wine drinker. And, and you, my friend, what what would you like? He turns to um, Ger- Gerbil. <laughs> it's not Gerbil. It's Gerbo. <laughs> she turns uh, to Gerbil and says, oh, yeah. Can I just have like a, like, a, like a half a glass of mulled wine? Yes, of course, yeah. So he goes into the back and he procures um, the mulled wine and, and also comes out with uh, a little assortment of cheeses. Oh, As well, nice. because they are not nice. short on dairy. So he brings it over and he says, I, I'm embarrassed we are we are a tavern. We, sh- we should have mead. We should have ale. I take a sip from my lovely water and I say, so, so it's, why was the road impassable? Oh, and he, goblins, and he spits on the floor. <laughs> That doesn't that doesn't seem very sanitary. I mean, you are running a, an establishment that serves food. I push my water away. Uh, so goblins, you say? Yes. Um. What 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 about goblins? They have set up some sort of impassable barricade, and and neither Alnwick nor Blind Hills can pass through, and the woods between are too dense to get the cattle through, or the carts of grain and vegetables. Needless to say, scurvy is starting to set in. How long has it been? And he starts to count on his big fingers. There's scurvy setting in. I mean, you got... It has been... 
two and a half months. Jeepers creepers. Do you guys not have, like, some sort of uh, sheriff's office? We have the mayor, yes. The mayor? Mm. Yes, he's looking to set up a team of, of well-bodied uh, men and women, and he nods to to Hope, to to help us r- rid of this problem, but needless to say, the farmers here are not much for fighting. What about you? You look like you'd smash some things, and he smashes his, his tiny fists together. <laughs> Does it sound like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I put, uh, I put, uh, Greek puts a big hand on your shoulder and says, I would love to, but I have three small children ah. and no one to care for them but me. Mm-hmm. I understand. The elusive sloth is my life. Most important kids have a father. Yep. Yep. Gotta have a dad. Uh, maybe, maybe my friends and I could help. Oh, honey, that's out a big laugh. Oh, I, oh, I am very sorry. That was rude. Yes, of course you can. You no. should go to the mayor's office and proposition your your help to him. Not not all strength is physical. We can we can accomplish a lot. We have already. Where uh, where would we find the mayor if we if we wanted to help? The mayor lives in um, in the biggest house in the town. Continue up the road. Seven houses, you can't miss it. So if the elusive part is that it's not that you don't have any alcohol, what's the elusive part about your tavern? Uh, <laughs> he, he leans over the bar and just says, You do not know if I'm wearing pants. Because it's up to his, <laughs> his waist. <laughs> Touche, good sir. We'll be on our way. That, that is pretty Thank elusive. Thank you for your water. Anytime. Come back. Maybe I will have ale someday. Thank you, Greg. And I give him some coin for the for the malt wine. <laughs> he, he takes them because he's not going to turn that shit down. And I make sure that Hope gave him enough to cover mine. And I nod oh, yes. and turn around. <laughs> of course, yes. Okay, here we go. Where do, where do you go now? We're gonna go to the mayor's house, of course. Hell yeah, you are. Who did we see any any particularly interesting people as we walk through the streets? Any street toughs? Uh, it's actually pretty pretty empty because it is the middle of the day that you've arrived. Um, mm, business hours. Business business hours. Farming hours. hours. Farming yeah. hours. Uh, so many farmers are out in their fields tending to their cattle and their sheep. Um, you see a few children run around here and there. Kids, why aren't you in school? We don't know you! <laughs> and they run off. Fair. Yep. Very good. Yep. Very good. They don't know me. Yep. Yep. Right? Stranger danger. Seems like a lot of family values in this town. Greg doesn't want to fight because he's got to take care of his kids. These kids yep. are scared of strangers. Like, this is a, this is a good town. These are good people. Yeah, they are. So you just you continue to walk up seven houses and you see just a slightly bigger house. It is nothing lavish. It is nothing fancy. Though the people of the town would beg to differ. Like, if we blink, we might actually miss it? Yes. Like, it is almost... I blinked. I missed it. Uh-oh. One of your friends may have to pull you back because you Yeah, I saw it, so... Okay, good. Okay. Uh, so you have made it to uh, Mayor Ernard's house. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go knock on the door. 
Come and knock on his door. He's not waiting He's been for, waiting for you. With the thing and, and the, the stuff and the thing. And ours and ours, <laughs> killing goblins too. Oh, that's like great. That. that was wonderful. Carla doesn't sing, sing enough on the podcast. The door. <laughs> uh, I don't. I knock on the door. Uh, the mayor opens up the door and he is dressed in. Uh, He's uh, dressed like a vampire. Please be dressed like a vampire. That's what I pictured, and I don't know why. Anyway, oh, go. No, sorry. Uh, an apron. And, okay, uh, we're halfway there. <laughs> uh, an apron, and he has... And nothing but an apron. <laughs> oh! A tea towel slung over his shoulder, and uh, he his hands are wet, and he's wiping them on his tea towel, and he says, um, yes, can can I help you? We, uh, we represent the Lollipop Guild, and we are here to save the day. Heard you got a little goblin problem. Oh, it is. It is. It is far um, more than a, a little goblin. A goblin, if you call it, is what they call it on the streets. It is rude to interrupt. Uh, Touche. Mayor, are are you Mayor Ernard? Yes. He just opened the door, and we just started, yeah, just started just singing yes. and screaming We're just at him. Things at him. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird manners you guys have. My name is Hope, and these are my friends, Gerbo and Roscoe, and we heard at the Elusive Sloth that you have a problem with some goblins, and we thought we might be able to help. Oh, um, yes, we we do. We have had this problem for quite some time. Um, and he eyes you up and down, or up and then down, <laughs> and um, says, motions, uh, steps aside and motions you to come in. I enter, and as I do, I say, I see your trepidation at our stature, but don't you worry, we got you covered here, depending on what your problem may or may not be, and that is a, that's a, it's a 15 performance check, persuasion check. He is fairly persuaded. Good. He, he gestures to you, he says, um... P- please forgive me, and he motions to his apron. He goes, I'm just preparing dinner. Um, pl- please please come in, and he walks you through um, the entryway and uh, through his home and toward the back of the house, which is where the kitchen is, and uh, he motions you at a table, and he stands at, at the counter and uh, is arranging um, different meats that he's about to cut up, and, and he says, so um, please uh, tell me, why do you think you can help us with this problem? Well, goblins, you see. It's what your problem is, yes? Goblins? Yes, they are goblins. I mean, goblins are just slightly smarter kobolds. So, and when we took out the kobolds at that last town we were in, my friends will tell you which town that was, uh, but we took we took them to downtown. How, how many kobolds did you fight? At least a million. Well, I, I don't know if it, it, it was a million. Roll, roll for that. Roll for that bluff. Deception. Deception. Yeah. It's a fifteen. Okay, he's <laughs> he's slightly skeptical, but you said it so confidently that, and but he looks to the other two like. My friend's a little <laughs> hyperbolic. We we did fight and kill some kobolds who are causing some problems and it sounds like these goblins are causing some problems here um and important problems people aren't eating properly and you can't continue your trade and your livelihood and that just doesn't sound right it doesn't sound right to us and we we are striving to make the world a better place so 
we thought we'd offer to help. It has been really difficult for the town to continue on like normal, but frankly, we are running out of reserves that we have had. Um, families are down to their last sacks of potatoes and and their last, you know, other vegetables that they have been able to preserve, but there has been no one who has been able to rid us of this problem. Every person who's tried, I feel like I must tell you, has died. Do the goblins have a grudge against you, or are they just wreaking havoc because that's what they want to do? Well, from what we could gather is these goblins who are normally part of a larger clan have have broken off on their own and have found an, an abandoned and overturned wagon and have somehow created and and I must g- give it to them they are they are very crafty and, and they have changed this overturned broken down wagon into some impenetrable f- fortress my my people cannot get in they will not let anyone through they they murder anyone who comes through and and takes their their items we we are afraid that if it continues this way both Alnwick and Blind Hills will become so weak that that they may decide to move in on the towns themselves. Do you know how many there are? I, I do not know for certain. At least two that have been seen and that people have been able to report back with. If I know anything about goblins, is if there's two, there's probably a lot of them. Because they, they multiply like rats. Gross. I used oh. to work the land. I know a lot about rats. Mm. Okay. Okay, that may come in handy. Old rat whisperer over please, here. <laughs> yes. Please tell me what what are your what are your specific skills that you you think might might fare you well in this battle? I produce flame in my hand. Oh, he he jumps back. Magic is not really seen in the town of Alnwick. Um, and he goes and he's like, that, 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 that's very, that's, uh, can you please? Uh, and he, I snap my fingers and it goes away. Okay, I have, he's, he's like sweating. Uh, I have some, some magic as well as my physical strength to well, offer you. No one, no one in our town is, is able to to do anything like that. And if you all possess skills similar to this, I, I, I feel like maybe this might be what, what, what they need in order to be defeated. It is something that has not been tried yet. If, if you are able to rid us of this problem and, and provide our town with the safety and resources that it needs once again, we will be forever in your debt. Well, we can certainly give it our best try. How far away are they? Well, it, it seems they are set up midway between here and Blind Hills, our, our nearest town to the north, our trade town. Uh, so they are about a half a day's travel away. What time of day is it right now? It's about noon. Okay. So if we go now, we get there by about, by about sleepy time. Yeah. Yes. Mayor, I think we, we would like to help you. We'll leave you now. Um, looks like you're in the middle of, of preparing your midday meal. So we'll take our leave, but we will we will head out there and hopefully we'll be back. 
Uh, he, he, he wipes his hands on his apron and he comes over and he, and he gives you all a hearty handshake one after the other and says, thank you. Thank you. A- anything that you need, um, please feel free. I, I, I will, I will make sure that the taverns know to supply you with, with food. And, and if you need any weapons, uh, we have, we, we have but one simple smithery in town, but, but, he, but, but he is very good. Um, so if you should need anything, Please don't hesitate to ask. I, I, we, we appreciate that, Mayor. Um, we, I think we have the weapons that we need. Um, you should hang on to what you have in case the goblins tend to drift either way. Yes, if, if you need anything sharpened or, Natch. or fixed, please just let us know. We want you to be fully prepared. I, I have lost too, too many of our townsfolk um, to these wretched things and 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 i am not interested in in losing some some nice strangers such as yourselves okay well let's go outside and then we can like talk amongst ourselves to decide on our plan yeah yeah do you guys want to go and and suss it out overnight or stay here get up early head there kill some goblins um this is a good question well, I mean, I can see in the dark pretty well, but daytime's always good for things like this. I also can see in the dark. Yeah, oh yeah, dark's, dark's not a problem. I'm just thinking, you know, goblins, they they sometimes, they sometimes prefer the night. Mm, they are pretty sneaky. Maybe. Maybe these ones don't. Maybe these ones are sleepy time goblins. They're daywalkers. Um, that's true. That's true. Um, but we, anytime we go, we got to just be careful and keep our eye out for traps because goblins, they like to spring things on people. So maybe going in the daylight would be better, even if we can all see in the dark. It'll Probably. It'll be easier to spot traps. That's a good call. If we can sneak up, then we can at least suss out and see if we want to wait until the following eve. Yeah, why don't we go to a tavern? Maybe a different one. And, uh get a meal stay overnight and get up early and head out well i mean if we're if we're gonna get some sleep probably the quiet one the the pub that has the quiet thing in the name as opposed to the one that has loud in it it's very good thinking very good thinking gerbo let's give it a whirl all right so you guys head to the quiet gate uh which is on the west side of town um and by of town i mean the road so you cross the street street, (laughs) um and you just head a little further down the road where you find the quiet gate and as you walk up to the quiet gate a man is pushed through the saloon style doors and stumbles backwards into your feet nearly knocking you down actually um could you guys all please uh, make a? I don't know. I'm gonna say like a dexterity roll for. It's my first dexterity. roll with these orange dice. dice. Uh, saving throw. I don't know. Check. Just roll the dice. Oh, that's. Uh, <laughs> What'd you get? Ten. Ten. Ooh, fourteen. Nineteen. Okay, uh, so I'm sorry, my two little men. Uh, you are knocked to the ground. You don't take any damage, uh, but this drunk guy who just seems to have been thrown through the doors um, essentially knocks you over like a couple bowling pins. Now, sir, what what seems to be the problem here? Uh, Let me help you and myself up to our feet. I'm so sorry. Uh, you're so small. You're so small. You're so and drunk. He, and, um, he, and, he, and he just kind of wobble wanders off down the street. Is he a human? He was a human. Mm, okay. 
isn't well, seeming very like quiet. At the best of time, but so let's <laughs> pretend that didn't happen. I peek underneath the saloon doors because I can do that. Does it look like there's a fight going on in there? Uh, there's yeah. not a fight going on anymore, but there are a few tipped over chairs, and uh, this this place is much more full than the last place that you'd went to. This is a boisterous crowd. So what you see inside the tavern at the quiet gate is not so quiet. It is boisterous and loud. Uh, all of the men and women are drinking uh, not ale, which they could probably handle, but a stronger plum wine and brandy. And uh, it seems to be quite the, the bustling hive of activity. Sorry, guys. Seems like I picked the wrong one. Must be one of those ironic names. Gerbo. All right. Well, do we want to just do we want to try and get a room here? Do we want to go see if the loud loaf is a little quieter? Uh, well, it's just just over there. So. All right. Why don't we go see? There can't be that many people in this town. There's got to be someplace quiet. The, the mayor seems to think that everybody's gone done and gotten killed by goblins. So let's go check it out. Gone done getting killed by goblins. <laughs> All right, so you walk back down the street uh, and go to the loud loaf. loud loaf, and you walk in, and it is quieter in here. Um, there's a few patrons, um, a family eating a meal, which seems kind of, you know, just your standard. Standard. Okay. Uh, this seems more like a place for a restful night. I like it. Barkeep! Who, do, who, do, who answers? Um, there's no one at the bar. Okay. That's why I yelled. Does there seem to be a worker anywhere? Is there a, a tavern server worker wandering around or anything? Not that you can see. Hello? And from the back here. What? Ah, an old man barkeep. Just my type of folk. All right. <laughs> Looking for some rooms and some some grub. He sticks his head out from around. He was in the back of the kitchen. He's like, we don't sell brooms. Uh, <laughs> rooms. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> don't make me laugh. <gasps> I loved it. Uh, sir. Rooms. A little bit, a little bit louder. We'd like some food, and I kind of am, like, pantomiming eating, and somewhere to sleep, putting my hands, you know, universal sleep signal, my hands beside my head. <laughs> and he comes a little bit closer, and he goes, Missy, I'm deaf, I'm not stupid. <laughs> and, he, and he wanders back into the back room, and he, he, he comes back out um, with a couple keys, and then he goes, I figured there's two of you that make up one and one for the other. You only need two rooms. And he kind of tosses the keys on, on the on the bar. Okay. That'll be four gold up four front. Four gold? Up front. I mean, my rustic hospitality makes you want to <laughs> just let me be here. But okay. Why, sh why should I let you stay? Because I'm free. Because I'm a lovely halfling. We're going to. A halfling killed my grandmother! Fuck. Whoa! This took a wasn't, different turn. Wasn't no halfling of mine. Uh, uh sir. 
I'm like cutting him off. I'd like to stop this interaction from happening. Uh, sir, we don't we don't want the rooms for free, but four gold does does seem like a lot. Um, maybe you could give us a better price if you knew that tomorrow we're we're gonna go try and stop those goblins that have been blocking the road to Blind Hills. I'll tell you what. If we don't stop the goblins, we'll pay you the four gold. But if we do stop the goblins, perhaps you give us like a, a little bit of a discount. He looks. He looks at Garbo and he's like, "Do you think I'm stupid?" Then probably he thinks a lot of people are stupid. If you don't, if you don't finish off them goblins, then you're dead. <laughs> I ain't getting my money. Okay, but but. Yeah. It, you know, if it is your last night on Earth, <laughs> one gold. Okay, I pull out one gold. <laughs> I give him one gold. Thanks and for putting he, the bill again. And then he says, "Per room." And then looks at Ugh. the boys. <laughs> I toss him a gold. I got you. Once again, <laughs> once again, Gerbo does I not just, pay for shit. Just sitting quietly until other people pay. <laughs> Thank you. I, I thought we had like communal funds. I don't know. What? Your your rooms are upstairs. Uh if you need anything, uh, the name's Crager. Crager, name's Roscoe. Nice to meet you, bud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crager, uh, the mayor told us that uh, we'd be able to get like some free food if we needed it. Oh, that mayor! You you when you. I used to take care of him when he was in diapers. Furry food. And he mumbles off as he goes into the back. And you can still hear him mumbling as he's clanking around some things. And um, He comes back out with some, some hard cheeses and uh, salt and cured meats. Salted and cured meats. Um, and he kind of wrapped up in some cloth sacks and he tosses him on the, the bar and says we, we don't have we don't have much here but uh, th- this should do you uh, uh, Craig are these all ethically sourced? The fuck you talking about son? Well I mean this is like the two mile diet my dude <laughs> so yeah it probably is I'm you know I've got some things to do uh, thank you, Craiger. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Craiger. He te- teeters, totters off to the back. I think it's called the loud loaf because you have to yell at him. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so we eat some food, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, and head out. Woo! You want us Carla's to big on this fast forward thing. No, like, that's right. <laughs> All right. So I got you... some goblins to kill, Russ. Right? Yeah, kill Russ. Stop standing goblins. in her way. Okay, so I, like to talk I got to some dope ass spells I want to break out <laughs> in this one and done adventure. Let's get this shit going. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, um, you don't even have to ask directions where to go. It's legitimately one road through. So you continue north on the same road, which you've been on for what seems like forever, and you start forward. Uh, For the first kilometer or so, or um, whatever that is in miles for our American friends. um, Uh, 0.6 of a mile. Oh, 0.6 of a mile. So, okay, so for about, like, maybe two... 
let's say two miles, let's just be friendly, um, two miles you go and all you are seeing is pasture and cattle and horses and animals grazing and, and it's lovely and very picturesque. This is a very uh, picturesque uh, scene we have going on. It reminds me of the homeland. Uh, back in Chondlewood, when we used to work our own fields, I could probably help them after figure out their dirt situation. <laughs> and as we've been going, I've been pointing out the different uh, breeds of cows, much to everybody's annoyance. <laughs> Sounds like a delight. What kind of cows? I don't know, but I've been pointing them out as we've oh. been going. Jersey, Black yeah. Angus, Highlands. Oh, Highlands are so cute. They're the best. They're like giant dogs. So we're walking. We're two miles from town. So you continue on and you left fairly early in the morning and you've you've stopped to have have a meal or have a bite to eat every once in a while uh, but you've now entered into a thick forest so the road itself is about, about 10 feet wide and so just enough for a cart or two to pass at the same time if need be which does not often happen um, but they can squeeze by so uh, you continue through and as you come up this hill, before you reach the crest of the hill, uh, you start to hear some some noises. Sorry, it was the it was the charcuterie. <laughs> Not those kind of noises. Really? Oh, even the night after? Really? Wow! All right. Yeah. It's got staying power. Uh, what kind of noises? Or should I roll a perception check? You should probably roll a perception check. Can okay. we all roll one? Yeah, if you want to perceive anything. Uh, I got a 17. 11. Uh, probably not good. Where's my perception? Uh, 8. Not with that attitude. Oh. I got a minus 2 perception. Ooh. He perceives shit. My wiz- my, I'm not wise. No. I don't, I don't know if you it's know okay. that. But you like to think you are. Don't worry, little friend. Yeah. It's true. Nobody perceives or hears anything except for hope. And what hope is hearing are um, grumbles and what sounds like a little bit of a scuffle, um, a little bit of a, a disagreement, if you will, down at the other side of the hill. Mm. Uh, guys, do you hear that? It sounds, I whisper to my friends. Like, <laughs> can you guys hear that? I think maybe we're getting close. I can hear like people fighting or arguing or something coming up ahead. Maybe we should um, duck into the woods instead of just approaching on the road. Yes. I think, I think that's, yeah, that's probably a, that's a good, good call. Let's go. Okay. Yep. Okay. So are you guys all three of you going to the same side of the road mm-hmm. or are you splitting up into two to come at them from both sides? What are you thinking? Well, I think we should oh, at I least would... go to the same side for now. Yeah, well, we game plan it, yeah. Yeah, I'd want to recon it a little bit first. Yeah. yeah. For okay. sure. So, like, we want to, like, um, duck into either side, whatever you guys pick, and then kind of, like, sneakily get to the top of the hill and see what we can see before we decide what we're going to do. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know, the right, the right side? Okay. Sure. You guys go into the woods on the right side. Uh, could you make a stealth check, please? These woods are brittle and full of brush. Stealth. Question. Stealth. Who's got the worst stealth? Like, who's got the worst decks in the group? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to touch Hope on the shoulder 
and say, you can do this. And I cast my cantrip of <laughs> guidance and she has a D4 bonus that she can add to an ability check. Great. Nice. Wonderful. Uh, I got a 14. I got a 17. I also got a 17. You Thanks, friend. are all stealthy as shit as you walk into this forest and, and you crouch down. You realize that the forest, they were not kidding, is very thick. The trees are growing close together. And while they are not, um, they're not like significantly girthy trees, um, you could probably you could probably put your arms around most of them, uh, but they are very closely grown together and overgrown and the underbrush is significant. So it is hard for you guys to walk through, but you are able to do so somehow quietly. Their arms are my arms because mine are about twice as long as theirs. <laughs> A regular human arms. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I've never been the tall person before. It's very in real life or in game. It's very, <laughs> yes, it's very exciting. I okay. mean, I'm only I think five six in game, but that's you're towering like, over it's us. Huge, towering. right? Plus those those horns on top of my head make me like over like well over six feet. Well, I guess like seven feet tall with the horns. But so Weeza's sneaking. We're sneaking, sneaking, sneaking up to the top of the hill. And can what can we see? Okay, well you get to the top of the hill and down below what you see is a fortress for lack of the better for a better term what has happened here is uh, you see three goblins at the front of the fortress and they there is a scuffle happening they are full on two of them are locked together grappling snarling rolling around on the ground uh, while the third one is essentially just kind of watching, just being like, yeah, yeah, get him, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's just egging them on. As you are hiding in the bushes, in the thick of the trees, which actually creates very good cover for you, and since there is such a tussle going on that um, they cannot hear you and they're not looking out for you anyway, uh, what, you, what you see is an overturned wagon. This overturned wagon... Um, has been transformed, such as it appears to be a fortress. Uh, signs of goblin work are obviously apparent, uh, and everything is very crass and 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 crudely done. There is very little craftsmanship in what in what went on here. Uh, there are broken shields reinforcing the walls. Crude arrow slits you can see have been cut into the driver's bench. Uh, a makeshift flag is hung atop of there. Uh, quite sadly, there is no wind. It's just kind of limp and lifeless. Uh, looks, what, what's on the flag, Amy? <laughs> uh, you, you can't quite make it out, uh, but it looks to be potentially the underwear of someone. Awesome. <laughs> um, so this is not like something that has been magically turned into a fortress. It's literally no. a wagon that they've like hammered on with nails. Yes, yeah, the goblin. Oh, okay, yeah, absolutely. Goblin they've okay. goblinified it. Yeah. So it's... the mayor was being a little bit dramatic. They have fortified an old wagon. They certainly have. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking we'd come upon some like magic castle or something like you have well, I don't, not I, i'm only a second level character Amy. I just, I'm to deal you can handle us. this carla tom touched you and said you got this it's true i did it's true 
as you, you, you continue to sneak a little bit closer and all of a sudden from nowhere, the smell, the stench just hits you and you look forth and you see a crude moat that has been dug. Um, it is not fully finished. It does not fully encircle. Uh, it goes around the front, around the left side and, and, and partially toward the back. And it is filled halfway with what looks like brown water. Mm. You might make That's the assumption that it could be a latrine. Hard to say until you get a really good look at it. Gross. <laughs> as you as you stand there, you um, and you are a little bit closer. You can hear some of the conversation happening. And you hear, yeah, yeah, get him, get him, squeeze, squeeze his neck, squeeze his neck. And then all of a sudden, you hear a banging, and out from behind the I'm just gonna call it the fortress for lack of a better word comes. Um, another goblin and he goes hey stop it what are you guys doing <sighs> and he and he tries to pull the guys apart and he's like this is why this is why we had to leave this is why this is why we had to leave the bigger group now we live here in this shithole and, and we and we could be with everybody else enjoying everything I had before, and he shoves one of the other guys into the muddy moat. Ew. <laughs> so just as an aside, this is like the Jersey Shore, and people have sent these people, okay, I get it. To the Jersey Shore. To the Jersey Shore. Um, and, and then one of the other guys goes, John, so, I'm so, don't, don't tell Deb, don't tell Deb, we're just fooling around, we just, you know, God, you you better, you better not you better not tell Deb that you've been you've been complaining because he is he set us up sweet here. Another one says, "Yeah, yeah, he set us set us up real sweet here." And that's <laughs> and, Beavis and, and Butthead. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and are you saying Deb? Because that's Deb. I think it's name. Deb. Deb. Oh. Well, that Deborah, is, Deborah. That's a better goblin Deborah. name, but a less funny name. Deborah. <laughs> Damn Deborah. it, Deborah. And then the other says, You guys better get, get back inside, otherwise, Tim's gonna be so pissed at you. He's gonna be, he's gonna be back any minute, he's gonna be so pissed at you. And and they don't call him Dib the Halfling Chewer for nothing. And he, he, like, kind of like bolsters the other guys back in, and, and, and they disappear from. From sight. So we, uh. Also, My mouth is just, I'm just agape looking at Roscoe and I say, The halfling chewer? Uh, it's lesser halflings, don't you worry. Got my trusty shield. Avril is looking out for me. We got this. We got Avril this. Avril Levine is looking out for me. <laughs> oh, why'd it have to be so complicated? <laughs> <laughs> I can resist. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Dib said he was a skater boy. Yeah, you guys just have to said, keep see you later, boy. holding on. Because <laughs> you know you'll make it through. It's Canadian yeah, content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. This is our CanCon. There we go. Uh, so Halfling, halfling Chewer, that sounds great. Don't worry about that. That's fine. Um, it seems like they got a bit of a thing going on. 
And maybe we want to create some sort of perhaps distraction. You guys uh, I, I have a, I have an idea for that. I have a, a spell where I can summon a, a fog of clouds to oh, come yeah. in, and uh, it makes it real hard to see. There's about twenty feet or so that I can make it real, real thick. Love it, fucking love it. Uh, hope you got fire. Uh, do you want a distraction to draw them away, or do you want? Because I got something for that. Yeah. What are you? What are you distracting them for? Yes. Trying well, to get them out to, to, to like come fight I us. Co- I, I am not wise. I don't know why you guys are referring to me to create plans. I'm just talking now. Just talk so. a lot. <laughs> um, I would suggest we try to pick them off from a distance. Um, impossible. Yeah, I mean, it I've got these sweet javelins. Real bad down there, guys. <laughs> It's it smells like poop. <laughs> You're so not wrong. Could, uh, Make a poop check. <laughs> could, uh, Straight fifteen. You for sure know it smells like. It's poop. definitely poop. My nose is well attuned to the poop. Gerbo checks the bottom of his shoes and he goes, "No, it's not me." <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> how um how far away are we? Uh, you guys are about twenty feet. Okay. So pretty close. Mm-hmm. So sorry, we want to we want to draw them out and maybe like pew, javelin them or pick pew, 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 pick them off. What's this pew 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 pew? Uh, did fire from her pew, fingers? Pew, pew. Ooh, finger fire or something? I don't know that I don't know the, the range of finger fire, but uh, it's, it you would think that it would go at least five feet. Uh, I, I can send some sacred flame up up for a little past twenty feet, so I'll be able to hit them from back here. Yeah, I can throw some flame from back here as well. We just we just toss in flame. Um, and if we get a little bit closer, I can I can, or if I get a bit closer, I can uh, do some other magical damage as well. Do we want to? How about this? I could create uh, some kind of distraction to focus their attention, and these magical attacks might have. If they're together, we can we can hit more of them at once. Great. Instead of approaching and fighting them one on one. Okay, so so we want to distract them and pull them pull them out and get them together. Do we want to do this now, or do we want to do this in the nighttime? What time is it? Isn't it only like noon? It's about noon. Yeah. Do you guys want to camp I, out in I the I don't woods? really want to hang out in Poopburg here for... <laughs> Fair da, 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 like life is like hours. a hurricane here in Poopburg. Shit's real shitty and stinks real think? bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fuck it. Let's... Um, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, screw it. Let's... Um... <laughs> Play D&D? <laughs> That's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's take care of this problem. It's it, it needs to be dealt with. Let's. Uh, you want me to be the distraction? I'll go. I'll go be the 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 halfling dummy. I I no uh, un- unnecessary unnecessary. I got a shield. To get closer to the halfling <laughs> chewer. I pull uh, out my shield. I can I can do something from here. So I uh, cast thaumaturgy. And my voice gets three times as loud and very deep. And I say, you, you all better get out here right now. Tell him who it is. 
there's <laughs> what would she say <laughs> what, what would it's i say it's me dib yeah she might be pretending to be dib because he's not Maybe. there right now but i okay i'm not I'm, i mean you don't have to I'm, I'm not gonna do that because i don't know that it will help <laughs> let's let's try that <laughs> let's see what happens okay um there's a pause and then you hear the creaking of a door and then you hear who is it you dare ask me who i am get out here now why have you been fighting get out here now here i don't just now who is it it's me your leader you morons get out here make a deception check uh, I don't know if Hope's gonna sound like Dib. Make a sweet deception check. They might change the voice of Dib. Should, should I touch your? Do I need to touch your shoulder again? Well, let's. Can I call it a performance check? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, that's a twenty-one. Whoa! Oh, sound like <laughs> Dib. So sorry. How does Dib call them out again? <laughs> You morons, get out here now. I told you no fighting. Get out here. You go, no, you, you, you All uh, of you. It's all your fault. And you see one, the smallest goblin that you had seen before, who was, um, who was in the headlock, come out and is like, oh, uh, and it wanders around the side of the moat and is looking around. Uh, hey, Deb. Deb, we're just, uh, we was just we was just fooling around. <laughs> Dip? I want you all out here now. Come on, I did. I tricked one of them with a twenty-one. <laughs> I only tricked one of them. Tell him to jump in the poop boat. Dip, Dip, buddy, where where are you? Okay. Then not just listening to me. He's starting to wonder. He can't see Dib, but he can hear Dib, and he's guys. Something's Tell him not he's right. Hi- he's something's hiding in not the poop right here. And he has to find you. These are not helpful <laughs> suggestions. I cast Vomitorgy again, and the door sl- violently slams shut. Holy shit! And he and he runs a little bit further out in front. He's like, Dib, guys, guys. I think it's the I think it's the ghost of Dib, and he he like looks around. He's not very smart. Do you want me to hit him with a javelin? How close is he to us now? Um, he's standing. He's standing probably about. He's right in front of the moat, so he's about five feet away. So he's about fifteen feet away from you guys. Okay, uh, I am going to produce flame and hawk it at him. So he, I think I just do it. Do it. So that's a 15 against his AC. 15 will hit. So tell me, you, you're just hurling it out from the woods? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I guess kind of. I guess I get like... Hope it's not forest fire season. Holy close, shit. Close to the edge, but um, I got like pretty dope control of fire. It's like my whole thing literally bred into my body, so... Um, I, I, I think I can 
control it well enough. All right, your uh, your fireball hits the goblet in the chest, and the few rags he is wearing catches on fire, and he goes, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, and he falls backwards <laughs> into the the moat. Oh, no. uh, how much damage <laughs> does he take? He takes four damage. Four damage. Four damage. Oh, God, he picks himself up out of the moat, covered in shit. He's just covered in shit, and he's mad. He saw where the flame came from, and he screams to his buddies, roll for initiative. Ooh, I like that I said that. Yeah. Roll for initiative. Yes, 19 for Gerbo. 19 for 22. Gerbo. 22. 22 uh, for Oscar. Two. Two for Hope. Two. It's a two. Good thing you already got that fireball off, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Someone roll lower than you, Hope. It's okay. Wow, almost impossible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, the goblin that you hit with the fireball um, screams and runs back into the fortress and closes up the door with a slam. From inside the fortress, you hear a lot of ruckus and a lot of what sounds like boarding up of things. How, how far am I from the fortress? Uh, you are, if you're still in the woods, you're about 20 feet. Okay, then I'm going to run up to the door and try and, like, bust open the door. Okay, you will have to run around to the door, which is on the other side of the fortress. It's at the back. Remember, as I said, you didn't see the goblin come out. You heard it oh, open, right, 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 and he right. had to walk around. Sorry, yeah. So you can you can probably make it. It is 50 feet. Um, no, no, it is not 50 feet. Sorry, it's about... It's 20 to the front of the fortress and then about uh, to go around the moat. Unless you want to go through it. No. Okay, to go around the moat is probably another... I'd say probably another 20 feet at least. So let's say about 40 feet to get uh, to the okay, back. Okay, so I'm not going to be able to make it till the next one. Um, okay, well, I'm going to start heading that way and try and shield above my head as as I get closer to and get uh, move my 25 feet. And so I should be right up beside the fortress, I believe. Awesome. The right side? Gerbo, you are... Yeah, Betty. You <laughs> yeah. are up. Uh, all right. Um, so I can't... I don't have eyes on anyone. Nope. You see no one except for Roscoe uh, holding his shield up, walking towards the... Um, since Roscoe's kind of out in the open, I'm going to cast Fog Cloud on his location. Okay. And that will issue a 20-foot radius sphere of fog that's going to give him some cover while he's out there in the open. Uh, what does that do um, for others? Does it just... Does it give them disadvantage on attacks? What happens with this? Uh, it obscures view, so I'm sure if they were trying to shoot arrows at him or something, it probably would give disadvantage, but I think that's ultimately up to you. Okay. I don't think I can say one way or the other. Oh, I thought maybe it said, the spell said, but... Okay, cool. No. Um, okay, well, it is a fortress's turn. That's right, the fortress has a turn. <laughs> I should have waited. It's a collective. <laughs> uh oh mm -hmm. Um, so, Roscoe, you are up beside the fortress, are you not? With my shield towards the fortress, of is what I said. Of course, it's tilted toward the fortress. Yep. Um, okay, so the fortress uh, decides to throw fairly hot oil at you. From the sides oh, this of this fortress spews hot, black, tarry oil, um, and you mm. must make a dexterity saving throw. Mm. 
This was a good choice. <laughs> I said I was not wise. That's a 19. A 19 does succeed. So you only have to take half damage. What, what type of damage? Fire damage. Uh, Oil damage. I'm totally immune to fire damage. Your wooden shield is immune to fire damage? <laughs> Unlikely. Magic as fuck. That's magic. It though. says that right in there. It says magic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> if okay. DM questions, just say magic as fuck. Uh, so you take one fire damage. Ooh, it burns my butt. Because it probably burned my butt. Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. So now it is goblin number four's turn. And from inside, you hear him yell, You fuckers ain't gonna do shit to us! The next three goblins are up, and um, you just hear you just hear snickering from inside. They don't take a turn. Uh, so, Hope, it is your turn. Okay, um, I'm going to cast a fireball at the fortress um, and I'm going to aim for like whatever the portals were that that hot oil came out of under the assumption that the oil will be on the other side of that and be very flammable. That's a good call. So I will... uh, That is a 23. (gasps) That will hit... Uh, man, so that does two damage. Two damage. Well, you know what? Um, the fortress is weak to fire damage, and so I assume that means it takes double damage. That's four fire damage. Great. The next goblin's uh, turn, um, he is not going to do anything. He is going to remain hidden in the fortress. Uh, essentially, now it is you three versus the fortress. Roscoe, you are up next and covered in hot oil. What do you do? I, uh, it's on fire now. Yeah. And it's on fire now. Yes, the fortress is on fire. This seemed like a really good idea at the time. You should come back. <laughs> I'm worried about you. Two turns of bullshit that I did. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so when you do turns of bullshit. Yeah, I'm gonna run to the door and I'm gonna fucking hit it with my warhammer. You have a warhammer. You have a warhammer. How so big little. is it? It's. I sent you guys the picture. You know what I look like. Oh, it's. I, I also too. have a warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys. It's compensating for something much. Like, look. Okay. Oh, uh, so you want I to love it? I have a sling. You guys are adorable. <laughs> what do you, I have a quarter staff too. But. I was gonna say you have a sling. You're like Dennis the Menace. <laughs> totally. We shop at the Junior Warrior Department. So. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna swing. I'm gonna doff my shield and uh, swing two handed. Okay. Uh, yeah. Swing it. Yeah. Do I have to? Roll? I gotta yes, roll to hit to roll it. Yeah. That. Just checking. No, Just checking. I, I'll keep you honest. Uh, Assuming I know the rule. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Who's to say? That's a plus four. Fifteen. Fifteen will hit. All right, I'm swinging two-handed like with my D10. It's a mighty little warhammer you got. Plus my strength, which is two. That's an eight. Whoa! Yeah. Ah. Nice work. And then I'm like, yeah, that felt good. And then I pull my shield back out. All right. 
Gerbo, it's your turn. What do you do? Um, so I'm still looking at the other side of the of the fortress. Am I now out of view from them? Yes. Okay. So you guys can't see Roscoe anymore um, he, because he is behind. You can see um, the front and part of the side. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my sacred flame cantrip and target the same area that Hope did with her fire spell. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so that is a 22. Ooh, a 22 will do it. Excellent. Come on, big money. Six damage. Six. That's 12 damage. Nice. Because it is not fire retardant. Or did you give me the double already? Technically, it's radiant damage. Oh, it's not fire damage? But it's, it's flame-like in its approach. So <laughs> Still radiant and fire would be different for your purposes. It would be. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Still, good hit. Nicely done. Okay. Uh, it's the fortress's turn. Uh, and the fortress is going to um, open up a- an arrow barrage. Its range is 80 to 320 feet. And they are aiming out the front and sides and back. Here we go. Ooh. Oops. Five. Plus four is only a nine. So within range of this is Roscoe with his shield, which I'm sure a nine does not do it. Um, and I'm sure nine probably doesn't hit you guys back there either, does uh, it? Definitely doesn't no. hit me. Nine does not hit me. All right. Oh, and also my fog cloud is now kaput because it's a concentration spell and I cast something else. Did you um, cast something else that was also a concentration spell? Because if you nev- if not, you still concentrate on the other one and can still oh, cast. Oh, mm-hmm. I just assumed that if you... I know. Oh, okay, we, all right, can, well... It's, yeah, concentration well, spells... Well, I still got a, a fog cloud just kicking out there in no man's land. <laughs> Doing nothing. Uh, the next goblin um, opens up the door quickly and shoves it battering ram style into Roscoe. So are we going like a strength thing? We're going a strength check to see if he knocks you right. back and takes damage. If you take damage. Am I doing saving throw or just strength check? Just Let's just do a strength check whether or not he is stronger than you are. Uh, mine's a 20. 32? Oh, wait, you actually rolled really well. Never mind. <laughs> no, he he only rolled an 11. Goblins have minus one. That's because they're very tiny. and They are tiny. All right. Uh, well, you do not get you do not get knocked over. You are pushed back a couple of feet, and he quickly slams the door. And you hear you hear the barricading of the door mm-hmm. once more. Uh, Hope, it is your turn. I'm going to uh, cast another fireball, or sorry, I'm going to produce flame. Uh, so that is fourteen. Fourteen. If it meets, it beats. Okay. Uh, so that's eight damage. And Whoa! So that is 16 damage. 16. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> it is getting hot in here, literally. We hot in her. All right. Whew. Nicely done. Okay. Uh, Gerbo, it is your turn. No, sorry, uh, Roscoe, oh. it is your turn. I've got... I've got the names of the people at oh, the yeah. top and then my... Trust me, it's the hardest part to keep track of. You're doing great. So, I hit the door last time. How is the door looking? Um, the door is, is looking fine. Hmm. We are seeing the side of 
the fortress in w- that has been hit with the flames crumbling. So the right side, if you're looking from uh, Gerbo and Hope's perspective, the right side of the fortress is like totally on fire now. It is crumbling and and you're hearing some like yells from the inside. But the door itself, the entrance mm-hmm. is, it's it's fine. Okay, so I hear yells from inside. So am I able to back up or is there a moat right behind me? Um, there, there is moat right behind oh, you, okay, but you well, could back up a little bit to the Okay, well, I'm going to back up out of the door's reach and ready in action. So if the door opens, I'm going to swing with my war hammer to strike while also casting, no, yeah, while also casting thunderous smite, which adds extra damage. Yeah, you are. So can to, you cast Thunder Smite and hit someone with your hammer well, at the same I'm, time? I'm yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It's a it's paladin and oh, cleric yeah. skill. Oh, okay. Why? Well, uh, yeah, that. it's a bonus action. So neat. Yeah. Okay, so you're readying your action. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if they try and run out, or you're try, there. I'm there, ready okay. to. Gerbo, you're up. All right. Um. Yeah. I guess I'll just hurl more radiant. Like fire damage at uh, at the at the at the fortress. Hurl. Couldn't find the word for it. Hurl away. <laughs> oh, that's probably not going to do it. Ten. Ten does not hit. Sorry. Say love you, me. You hear from the inside, like guys, the shit's burning down. Go, 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 and then you don't hear anything, but you don't see any goblins leave. Oh, they got a fucking hidey uh, hole. Hope. It is your turn. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I guess I... Seems like maybe the goblins aren't in there anymore, but I should probably still like try and burn this fortress down, so... 16. 16 will hit. Only two damage. Oh, so four damage, I guess. Four damage. All right, the fortress still stands, but it looks real bad, you guys. Parts paneling is falling off. Except- I forgot to. I forgot to give the fortress its turn. Oh. Do it now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Unless they already fled, then. Uh, they did. They already fled. They were supposed to take their turn before they fled. But that, you know what? That's my fault, and I'm just going to own it. Okay. Their um, turn was fleeing. It's fine. Their turn was fleeing. Their turn could have been throwing hot oil on you and then fleeing, but whatever. Uh, Roscoe, you are... It is your turn. I look around the corner and I yell, Do we want to go in there? Or should, do we just assume that they're all fucking gone? I don't think you should go in there. I can't be hurt by fire. Well, I told you, I'm magic as fuck. It's not gonna get me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna slam the slam the door. All right. Two-handed strike. Do it. With thunderous smite. Uh, Maybe thunder save sm- that for. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. that's just two-handed strike. Okay, boom, boom. Twenty as a crit. Crit twenty. Whoa. Tell me, tell me how you. Boy, I want to see how much damage in. I get though. It's probably not going to be very good. Oh, it's fourteen. Oh, well, tell never plus, mind that. Plus, plus, plus two. Tell me how you destroy 16. this door. Oh, I just. I'm like, all right, let's get in there, and I take my shield off, and I just, you know, casually just throw my entire three foot weight at it. Which is like 40 pounds, I think. Uh, 45 pounds. And just the door just caves in on itself, uh, releasing plumes, plumes of smoke. 
Do I see anything immediately in the door? I as don't know, to make like a perception check. As to like a way to five. <laughs> um, th- the one thing that you do notice is that there is no fire inside. Okay, then I start moving in and trying to find a location. I should wait for my friends. Fuck. Okay, hold on. I'm just going to stand outside the door. Be like, I got the door open. I don't see him. should probably head on down there. Mm-hmm. Yep, no one is currently attacking you. You've defeated the fortress. Hope, are you following suit? Yeah, so, sorry, are we out of combat now? You you are you are out of combat at the moment. Okay, yes. yep, yep, for sure. Let's go, let's go suss it out. Okay, so you guys head down there, and um, shit is on fire, uh, but as you enter into the fortress, you can feel the warmth of the flames, however, the way that they have packed the dirt and mud uh, has actually fairly secured the interior, and and what you see is they have, they have not left the wagon from any other direction that that you that is visible there are no other entrances or exits uh it is just the one door uh however inside uh this this stronghold there's this foul smell um very much similar to the moat but stronger inside unfortunately um a small cauldron of rendered animal fat is boiling over uh a fire they've really made a home here for themselves as you walk through you see like poorly crafted um weapons strewn about definitely handmade and a ladder that is um at the back of which would have been the front from the front but the back of the wagon uh suggests that the wagon's inhabitants have dug into the ground below do you want to explore what's in this room I just want to know if there is, like, sleeping pads, like, how many there is, if we can see that. Uh, roll a perception check. <laughs> well, I rolled a two. So. 19. With five, it's still a seven. Um, uh, Gerbo is perceptive as fuck, and he sees that there is uh, no sleeping sacks anywhere to be seen up here. Uh, but what he does kind of notice on the ground um, is that uh, is like a, kind of like a an oily sack that seems to have been partially hidden under a rock. You guys, I, I, I found something in this sack. What does it look like? I'm going to open it up. When you open it up, you see that it contains 25 silver pieces and some shiny rocks. Ooh. <sighs> We're rich. That's great for someone who doesn't pay for things. Right? <laughs> okay. So where do you want to go now? Okay. So do we want to make me like just burn this motherfucker to the ground and just hope they don't come back? Or should we just chase them down the hidey hole? And like, it sounds like they got disbanded. So maybe it's just, just a few of them and we can just make sure they don't come back. We just say, don't come back now. You hear? That's a good strategy. There was a there was an older fellow in my in my in my tribe named Clint Eastwood. He would get real, <laughs> real squinty eyed and just be like, "You do what I say," and then you people would listen to him. So maybe we just pull that. I I feel like that wouldn't be honoring the word that we gave to the mayor about making sure we had eliminated this threat to their livelihood and lives. All right, let's go kill him. <laughs> uh, I want to look down 
the, I guess I'm sure I probably can't see anything. I mean, I can see in the dark, but can I see anything down? You want to look down the tunnel? Yeah. Okay. So you see that this tunnel is uh, precariously carved uh, and shored up with planking and it runs straight for 30 feet before turning sharply. So um, you are able to see, it is a gradual, like there's, the ladder is probably like a four or five step and then you are able to see this, what might sort of remind you of like a mining tunnel. It is very gradual. What direction is it heading in? Uh, North. Okay, I don't know what that means. Towards where we were when we were outside or away from where we were when we were Towards. outside? Towards. Okay, do you guys want to try and fight them in the tunnel or go try and find the exit to the tunnel? I think we should chase them in the tunnel. Okay, let's chase them in the tunnel. I'll lead the way with my shield. All right, so you go down. Um, in- one sec, oh. one, one sec, one oh. sec. Uh, Amy, is there any, like, squirrels or, like, rats around? Because I can speak, speak with speak. I can speak with small beasts. And I'm wondering if maybe someone has like knowledge of this tunnel. Um, you you see no animals. The smell down here would deter mm. anything. Even a rat. All right, Even got a it. Rat. Okay. Um, okay, so you um you go down this tunnel and you are walking for about thirty feet and you see a sharp right turn. It is the only place that you can go. Okay. Sounds like a great direction. Yeah. Just, are we, we just are we keeping an eye out for like traps and things or? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm walking cautiously uh, with my shield, looking for signs of things that might hurt me. Um. Yeah. Since there's only one way to go, can I like roll a perception check and see if I like see anything out of the ordinary here? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's a sixteen. So are you essentially just like peeking your head? Yeah, I'm kind of just looking at what's going on. Okay. Uh, You peek your head around the corner and you see the goblin's living quarters. Um, You see a single sputtering torch illuminating the small chamber and a makeshift throne at the far end. Uh, I relay that information to my peeps. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And obviously we don't see anyone in there. Mm -mm. Did did we see an exit? Not that he saw. Uh, okay, I just, I cautiously go forward and survey the room. Do you, do you want to actually survey the room? Yeah. Can you roll for that? Do you want an investigation? Yeah. yeah. Sure. I can do that. I got skills. Investigation. This is zero. It's just going to be a straight D20 roll. Here we go. That's a 20. Whoa. Before you enter this room, you notice a simple spike trap that has been set up. Um, Good thing I rolled well. (laughs) uh, You look down and uh, you realize that you need to disarm this trap with... um, Does anyone have thieves tools? Mm, Now we're a bunch of people from God. All right. (laughs) I, I do have faith. That's like the ultimate tool. <laughs> yes. I got well, brewer's um, tools. Can you roll a dex? I guess I could have made beer when we were back there, but. Dexterity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, what am I trying to do? I've noticed it. You've noticed it. You need to disarm it. You can't pass through. Oh, so my dex is to try and disarm, disarm it? Disarm it. Okay. Yeah. 
that's, that's a seven. Oh, that's not good. Um, okay, so you you fail to disarm the trap, and this causes six six sharp spikes to spring. Oh, say that six sharp spikes to so I'm spring. I'm like just reaching in with my shield like this, like out with of it. the ground. Oh, so oh, that doesn't help. Yes, um, all players, all characters within five feet of the trap must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. It's okay if you guys were 20 feet behind me. Yeah, how close were you? <laughs> um, I, I, feel, close. I feel that at least Gerbo was close enough as he had yeah. previously stuck his head around the sure. corner. Yeah. So I'm I, don't think, the... I don't think Hope would be close enough because five feet's not... Like five feet, you're right five on top feet. of someone. Yeah, five That's feet yeah. is yeah, range, so it'd be me and Gerbo probably. Yeah. Sorry, dexterity saving throw? A dexterity saving throw, yeah. Okay. Seven... Uh, 14. Okay, a 14 saves, uh, but the 7 does bum, not. Bum, bum. Uh, a 7 only takes half the damage. Um, that's a 1D. Okay, Jesus Christ. It's a 6. So, Roscoe takes 6 damage, and Gerbo takes 3. Oh, okay. Piercing damage. Oh, piercing damage. I'm immune to piercing I don't damage. think you are from your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I've got boots of solid, piercing immunity. Solid effort, though. Um, okay, so you <laughs> you spring this trap and I'm bleeding out my butthole. <laughs> Jesus! Whoa! I and suppose your butt was already on fire. This is like I'm guys, only three feet tall. Really These short. spikes probably went through me. Well, yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little concerned about that. Okay, yeah, I know that's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, okay, so <laughs> so you are you've sprung the trap. You may enter the room now. All right, let's. Uh, are you guys like ladies first? <laughs> um, I. Where am I at? I'm at fourteen. Uh-huh. I'm gonna cast lay on hands on myself. Re- right now, like right in the middle of battle. We're not in battle. You said there's nobody in there. Yeah, you said it's an empty room. I said that you didn't see anyone. Touche. I still don't see With anyone. With what you rolled, I said you didn't see anyone. So can I lay on hands? Oh, no, yeah, you can. I was making a masturbation joke. Oh. I missed it. I'm, <laughs> I'm in game here. It will never stop me from making a masturbation okay, joke. Okay, so I can restore a total <laughs> number of hit points stop. equal to my paladin level 2 times 5, which is 10. As an action, I can touch a creature and drop power from the pool to restore the number of hit points. Uh, well, I will regain... Uh, uh, Roscoe, what are you doing? I'll regain <laughs> six, my, so like... I still have four lay on hands hit points that I can use. Uh, so, yeah, I touch myself and I'm like, ooh, that's better. You can throw those hit points my way if you wanted, Ross. And I touch <laughs> Gerbo and I'm like, that'll be better. You get four. Yeah, I only need three of them. Okay, so I still have one. Okay. So you've got one of those left. Um, okay, so you guys are now in the living quarters slash throne room. What do you do? Uh, I guess I'm going to roll a perception check. I'd like to see. Yeah. Can, like, I hadn't even looked in the room yet, I don't think. Oh, no, God. you really haven't. Can I Ooh. make another investigation check? And you like, may. I'm actively looking for, like, a place out or another trap or something. That's a crit 20. I got a 24. No, I'm Uh, not even going to bother rolling. Your 24 (laughs) notices uh, dirt mounds inside this throne room. And as you look a little bit closer and as the flame flickers, 
on the wall, you see the glint of five evil sets of eyes blinking from five small mounds of dirt and bedding, and the sound of bow strings being drawn greets your ears. Roll for initiative again. All right. <laughs> so nobody move more than five feet away from me because I can help everybody. <laughs> He said nonchalantly. He said nonchalantly. I'm so sure of it, yeah. Uh, that's a five balls. That's not as triumphant as my last one. Okay. Uh, 17 for me. That's uh, a 12 for me. So you are in a room that is approximately... It's about 35 feet... Deep. Deep by... 25 to 30 in some areas because it is crudely um, shoveled out essentially um, wide. Uh, From behind one of the dirt beds area, bedding area, um, a goblin takes his short bow and aims it at Roscoe, because he was right there up in the front seats. So where, sorry, where are we in the room? How, how far in have we made it? Uh, you guys have made it just past the trap, so you are about five feet into the room. Okay, so I I do have my shield pulled. Oh, you do? Yeah. I know, I remember. I've been carrying my shield feet. the whole time, and then I, I got stabbed in the butthole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a shield can't protect you there, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna walk with it in my <laughs> yeah. undercarriage. Okay, uh, so yeah, so goblin number four is going to shoot at Roscoe with his short bow. Pew pew. And he rolls. Unless he's got a plus eleven. Oh, he does not. not. Okay, no, that's only that's only a an eleven. Yeah, I've got an eighteen AC with my shield. Okay, you win that round. Uh, next, it is Hope's turn. Okay, well, I, uh, turn into a tiger. Damn, she's not wasting any time. Oh, big <laughs> shit. <laughs> Would we have seen this before? Am I, am I like, holy fuck! <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, I think if we killed all those kobolds, she might have had to do I've, that. I've I guess. probably pulled this trick out before. Um, so yeah, I cast Wild Shape as a bonus action, and I turn into a tiger. And it is fucking rad as hell. Awesome. I like it. And I am going to attack, I guess, like, whatever goblin is closest to me. Or is, are they still all in the dirt except that one that fired? Um, He is even still in the dirt. You can't fully see him. He lifted his bow above his dirt mound and shot his arrow. Okay, then I will... Whatever one is closest to me, I will uh, do a claw attack to, because obviously... He is closest. He is only 15 feet away from you. Okay. Great. Great. I'm going to claw the shit out of him. Plus five, so that's 15. Ooh, we'll hit. Okay. So that is five damage. Slashing damage. He takes it all. Okay. Gerbo, it is your turn. Where is everyone laid out in relation to where I am? All right, so you are looking straight ahead, and at the very back of the room, you see a crudely made throne. Uh, to the right of that throne, there are um, there's a mound with pillows. Okay. Uh, you see beady little eyes. Uh, to just 
So we're backing up, getting closer to you throughout the room. Um, on the same side of the room, just uh, a few feet down, probably about 10 feet down, you see another one of those crudely made ones. Five feet down from that, another one of those. And the one that, I almost said new Lara. <laughs> the one that ah, the one that Hope is currently mauling is just 15 feet directly in front of the entrance where you are. So sorry, three mounds total? There are four mounds total okay. and a throne. What was the pillow okay. thing then? Uh, well, it's it's a mound of dirt with like pillows and bedding and shit. Oh, I see. It's just a, it's a sneakier yeah. one with it's a pillow fort. On top. I see. Yeah. yeah, it's a pillow fort okay. now. It's okay. it's what it is. Gotcha. Yeah. There will be a pillow fight later. Brace yourselves. So if I move to the far mound that's uh, away from where Hope is, would that be more than like 15 feet away? Uh, that is 20 feet from you. Okay. But like so, but she's also a little ways away from me now. So is it like far enough away from her that I would have a 15 foot buffer? Uh, yes. Oh, okay, so you you are asking if you move to the furthest mound. Yeah. Will you be far enough away from your friends so you don't fuck them up? That's exactly what I'm asking you. Yes, you'll be far enough away from your friends so you don't fuck them up. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, so I'm gonna go uh, back to that far mound. Okay. And I'm going to uh, basically expel a thunderous wave out from me called Thunder Wave. Ooh, uh, so named. anything, right? Anything in a 15-foot cube from me, so at, to all sides, every direction, mm-hmm. um, they gotta make a con saving throw as this thunderous force sweeps out of me. Okay, you are going to end up hitting two of these goblins as you are very close to two of these mounds, because you're all the way, you have essentially turned about face to the right and have just walked 15 feet over there. And, and um, yeah, so Excellent. constitution, you say? Constitution saving throw. All right. Uh, one got a six and the other got a crit fail. Wow. Ooh, that's fun. Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to channel Divinity and use my Power of the Storm to roll full damage without actually rolling any dice. So they're going to take 16 damage. Each? Each. Oh my god, tell me exactly how you murder these two goblins. Uh, so much like uh, Storm in the X-Men, my eyes have little, like, lightning bolts in them as I'm going crazy and throw this thunder out uh, in, in all directions, and it just, like, sweeps through their dirt mound and just destroys them. And they are dirt. And they are now taking a dirt nap for real. For real. <laughs> Good thing they brought pillows. Nice. Right? Okay. Whoa. Clerics are real cool, y'all. Yeah, they're right. Jesus. Okay, Uh, Roscoe, it's your turn. Okay, you gotta follow that that act. Oh, don't fucking worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even fucking worry about it. Maybe just don't fucking worry about it. All right. Guy who tried to shoot me in the taint. I want to (laughs) go. I want to go greet him. It's a real trouble spot for you. It's a, it's a sore uh, point right so, now. Sorry, no one actually shot you in the teeth. I said tried to. No, no. I tried but, to. But, but 
He he just shot an arrow at you. I think you're mad at the spikes that were set by nobody. I'm, I'm just mad at the whole thing. So. The whole situation. And the oil on your so butt. You would like to go over to the one that um, is currently being mauled by Tiger. Uh, no. That oh, is the one that shot the, at you. And the other one behind me. There is no one behind you. Uh, there is one directly in front of you, which new, not new Laura, not new Laura. The one that not new Laura is mauling. Yeah, don't want to. When that hope is mauling, um, and then there is there is one further back, twenty feet away from you is the next closest one that isn't dirt. Okay, well I'll go get him then. Okay. I just one handed swing with my warhammer. It's a fourteen. Fourteen does not hit. And that's all I fucking do. All right. (laughs) Well then, Goblin number five readies his action. Goblin number one pops up out from behind his mound. Okay, so this goblin is is mad. He feels like you're targeting him. He's also the one that you were fighting with uh, with the door. Uh, <laughs> so, I could smell him. Yeah, a little bit of a sore spot for him. Uh, so what he is going to do is he's actually going to take his scimitar and jump over top of the mound and slash at you. He can try. He will try for a 14 plus 4 is an 18. Uh, yeah, it, it, 18, yep. Uh, seven damage. Whoa! Good thing I healed myself. Good thing. And you still have one left. Uh, he is also going to nimble escape. He is going to, uh, disengage, um, as a bonus action at the end of his turn. Right, goblins. Get off my back! Goblins, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to do that, and he is going to quickly run and hide, um, behind the uh, throne at the back of the room, as it is just. Oh, I'm coming right for you, you, fucker! <laughs> it is Goblin Number Four's turn. Hope is currently mangling this goblin, and he is going to. Is he knocked prone? What's happening here, Hope? This is a good question. Before it should say that if your bike connects. Uh, it just depends. Oh, it's on a what claw attack. Is whether it gets knocked oh. prone or not. I think claw attack well, might be but just slashing. Prone. I couldn't have knocked him yeah, prone. He's laying prone. down under a pile of dirt. No, they're like crouching behind a mound of dirt. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're, they're like spring loaded and I ready to. I kind of misunderstood that. I guess I thought they were like. I probably I didn't, didn't explain didn't it well. That's why I didn't because I thought he was like kind of buried. I he I should have actually. This is totally my bad. Done a. He should have done a strength saving throw when I did that attack to see if he was knock prone. I thought he was prone, so I didn't make oh. you do that. Oh. So I don't know what we do do there. If I just um, if I just lost do it that now. Cha- well, but it's fair. Like I didn't do it on my turn, so if he's just uh, no, I will do prone. a strength saving. Okay, that's only a two. Okay, so then minus yes, he is knocked prone. <laughs> minus two minus. <laughs> so it's only a one. Yeah, okay, so he's knocked prone. Okay, well, he is going to try to scimitar, I guess, because shortbow doesn't make sense. Uh, so he has disadvantage, so I roll two and then take the worst of the worst. You bet you. Well, I just rolled a two. Um, <laughs> well, you might as well just take that one. This, the, oh, and then a nat 20. That's <laughs> it. I mean, you could have got a one. So I mean, oh, it's true. Roll, like, been, roll, well, rolled again. He fumbles with his scimitar like he can't even get it out there's and there's a tiger, a tiger on top of him. him. It's fair. He's stressed. Yeah. It's fair. I'd be panicking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nobody holds it against him. Uh, hope it is your turn. Perfect. Also, 
because I didn't do that, like had I done that in my turn, I would have got an extra attack. And because I didn't, then I didn't. So I think it all came out fair in the wash there. He yeah, got there it is. Yep. I didn't get that Absolutely. extra Absolutely. But since he is prone now, yes, because he didn't get up. He, he just tried to yeah. get me. So I actually... Because he couldn't get up, could he? He'd, he'd have to use that as, as his, his turn. Action. Or can he use nimble escape uh, and have that as his... Well, I mean, he can... movement. He still has half his movement if he stands up. So, yeah, he could stand up. I mean, there's a... I mean, it could be justified that there's a tiger on top of him, so... Yeah, it might be difficult mm. to stand up with a tiger. He would have to Like, make crawl, a strength saving which crawl. He would, crawl have to, he would have to crawl away, which he would get half of his movement in crawl. So, he... he he's gonna stay options there. Options are there. No, he's gonna stay there. He There's a giant tiger on him. That's fair. He's almost resigned. So I am going to bite him then. Okay. And that is a 14. Does that hit? A 14 does not hit. Okay, well... But you have advantage because he's prone. Yes. Oh, that is oh. true. Okay. Uh, so that is a 16. A 16 does hit. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Or now. bites as it will. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that is 11 damage. And tell me how you kill goblin number four. Uh, What happens is that I bite him like, well, how big are goblins? Small, right? Pretty small. They're small. Okay, so I chop off his, or I bite off his arm and I actually like hit the artery as well in his neck with that chomp and it just like sprays everywhere and it's pretty fucking grisly, I gotta say. Um, but he just like bleeds out real fast. Disgusting! Wow, <laughs> fucking tiger it. bites are not to As be fucked with. Licks her lips. <laughs> <laughs> Drink the blood of my enemies. Uh, okay, after that, you hear a voice from behind the throne being like, "You guys don't know what shit you got yourself into." <laughs> Stinky shit. <laughs> I can't talk, so I say nothing. <laughs> good, yeah. good, good one. Insult my housekeeping. Yeah. I eat halflings like you for breakfast. Are you the halfling chomper? Who wants to know? The halfling. Well, come on back here. Let's talk about it. Is it my turn? Yeah. No, it's not. It's Gerbo's turn. But uh, that'd be cool if it was. Gerbo, your turn. <laughs> uh, all right. So behind the throne is is this uh, halfling chewer. There are two goblins behind the throne. Okay. Do I have a visual on both of them? Uh, from where you are, you do not. Okay. You're near the entrance of the tunnel. How's uh, How's Roscoe doing for hit points over there? I mean, I'm okay. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that uh, effort then. Uh, all right, well I'm going to move to a point where I can get a visual on uh, on the people that are behind the throne. Okay. And I'm going to use my sacred flame on whichever one I see first. I'll leave it up to you to decide. All right. Uh, so you essentially walk. Hmm, what's your movement? You have twenty thirty. I have 25 25. Movement. Okay, let's see. I would like to keep some distance from them. I just need okay. a visual on them. Uh, so you essentially walk over to where Hope is, and you can diagonally see uh, Goblin number one looking a little worse for wear. Perfect. I'll try and zap him with some flame-like radiance. Uh, that is a 16. A 16 will hit. 
Alright, Con, big damage with the D8. Seven. Tell me how you kill him in front of his boss. Uh, all of a sudden, this white flame is just on him, and he screams real loud, and just dies real fast. Screams himself to death. You'll be hearing those screams in your dreams. They're dream screams. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He needs to make a deck saving throw. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> When I was attacking the fortress, it didn't have to... It has no dexterity, so... Yeah, sorry, my my mistake. 16. Oh, you passed it. Uh, I don't think you take any damage then. Oh my, he comes back from the grave. My mistake. He he starts screaming, and... and, Because he's got his eyes shut, and he's touching his body, and then he's like... (laughs) "Ah, ah, ah, Oh, ah, oh, alright. And he looks at his boss, and his boss smacks him upside the head. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Spells are new, guys. Spells it's okay. are new. It's all right. Okay. It's good. Um, how far am I away from the, the chair? Uh, you are but a mere, I don't know, you're five feet from the chair, so about oh, like fuck. six or seven feet away from the can, back can of the I chair. Can I see both of them? You can. You're locking eyes with Dib, and uh, he's licking his lips. He wants to get some chewing done. He does. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to cast a spell called Command and channeling the the source of my divinity, which is my Warhammer. Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Mm. Avril Lavigne. That's what he names his Warhammer. I say the one word command, grovel to the boss. Ooh. And he must make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. <laughs> nope. It's a five. Okay, so on his turn, uh, he ha- falls prone and then ends his turn. Awesome. Okay, okay cool. Uh, yeah, so well, it is now his turn. turn, and he... Uh, he grovels. He grovels. He drops to his knees, and Great. he looks at you like, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, it's Goblin One's turn, and from... Uh, he uses his boss on his knees to his advantage, and he, he sets up his... His um. Oh, he's not on his knees. He's lying prone. Oh, he's lying prone. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, grov. Like he's literally belly on the ground. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, he will do something different. Then he will run towards you with his scimitar. Toward me. Okay. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, still got my shield. Motherfucker. <laughs> a six. Uh, it well, doesn't not very good. Doesn't beat an eighteen. I don't know if I'm gonna be rolling these rainbow dice in the regular game, you guys. I just don't know. Well, Trust me, Amy, the dice rolls when you're the GM seem to be worse for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not It's not good. Maybe I'll stop rolling on my paper. I don't know what's happening. It is Hope's turn. Hope, what are you doing, Tiger Lady? I guess the one that is closest to me is probably the one that just tried to scimitar. Yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I am going to, uh, you know, bound bound over to him. I'm going to pounce. I'm going to bounce over on my tail like Tigger. Sure. Ah. Yeah. It's very charming, but frightening because I still have that blood all over my face from that one. Oh, yeah. No. So it's it's it is not a pretty picture. Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to bite him. That is a 21. Ooh, you'll bite him. You'll bite him good. And he get. No, that's the wrong dice. Sorry, it's different for biting and clawing. Uh, he gets seven piercing damage. Tell me how you 
again, successfully murder another goblin. Well, I really was like kind of into that blood spray. Mm. So who isn't? I think I'm gonna just like chomp for the neck again. Am I a vampire tiger? I don't know because it's getting <laughs> kind of fucked up. Maybe you are, but I know for sure that that spray just gets all over Roscoe. Uh, he was in the splash. In. He was in yes, the splash so. zone. The first few rows will get wet. My God of did. War would would be happy to see me like this. All right. Uh, Gerbo, it's your turn. Oh. Um, all right, so I've got eyes on this uh, this big bad now. You do, yes. Okay, I'm gonna hit him with. And he's uh, on his belly. That's I'm gonna. Going, yeah. Oh, uh, how is that yeah. gonna work for his deck saving throw? <laughs> disadvantage. Excellent. All like right. He's well, gonna need it with my rolls. <laughs> I'm gonna hit him. I roll only hey, with disadvantage. You made your dex check last time, so. It's true. All right, I'm gonna hit him with uh, sacred flame, provided I make the. Uh, uh, I rolled a crit 20, but does that still work for spells? I think it does, so long as I, well, I still have attack, a save. Right? Okay, right? yeah, all right. So yeah. if I don't save, it's double damage, right? I'll roll the damage, and then uh, you you save or not. So that's four, okay. and six is ten. And that's an 11. 11 will not do it. Ooh, how much damage am I taking? Ten. I told you that already. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't hear that. I was in the zone. As your radiant ball of light shoots out from your hands? I'm assuming? This is it's up to you. It's, it's his dick. <laughs> he whips it whips out every time and just... It's just better aim is all it is. And... Um, is that canon now? Does he shoot things from his dick? Well, I hope so. I mean, it's been established. Um, they so. call it a one-shot for a reason. I'm bringing no. these characters back. Sure. Oh, man. These are good. Uh, okay, well, as a radiant light comes out of his dick, and you can see the fear in Dib's eyes as a, a, he is covered in this bright white <laughs> light. And... Um, and everyone is close enough to see the light leave his eyes, and he is covered by another light. <laughs> <laughs> and and he lays limp on the ground, unmoving. Uh, I mean, total total baller move there, dude. But I really wanted to just crush him. Sorry. I, yeah, no, it's fair. Got a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Good one. Doesn't yeah, happen did. like that every time. Uh, all right. Well, you guys have successfully exterminated. Uh, I loot the bodies and uh, see what else is in the room. Okay. What else do you see in the I room? Transform back into myself. I am no longer a tiger. I w- oh come on! We can't ride a tiger back into town. <laughs> we could have ridden you, both of us. Hey! Fuck yeah! Sure you can. <laughs> okay. You're going to be so amazed when we roll back into town riding a fucking tiger. Can you make a perception check to see what kind of shit is in this room? That's uh, a one minus two. Okay, so that's so a, negative a negative one. one. <laughs> uh, uh, you... You've gone blind. You you just <laughs> really dazed and confused. Suddenly your... find the need to pee and it's all you can think about. You're completely distracted. I go, I go to a corner. Uh, I rolled a 15. 
<laughs> a 15. All right. So a 15, uh, you uh, notice that the seat of Dib's throne looks a little off. Looks a little loose and it's a little offset. Is it is it the toilet? Because I got to pee. <laughs> no, that was that you was upstairs. You don't notice this? Oh, right. Well, um, yeah, I'll I'll go uh, I'll go check that out a little bit closer. As you look closer, uh, you you lift up the the seat of the throne, and inside is a small wooden chest containing sixty silver pieces, fifteen gold pieces, and a strap of cloth. Sorry, a scrap of cloth with Dib's fortress design notes scribbled in smudged ink, awesome. which look like this. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just in case you would like to DIY one yourself, do it yourself yourself. That's what I just said. Uh, <laughs> uh, all of this, um, all of these coins uh, looted from people who were trying to either pass by on the road or. Um, came to stop them so that is done uh well then we ride a tiger back yeah, into we, town you guys climb on board we uh awesome yeah much not much faster but anyway i'm faster than normal it doesn't walking. it doesn't you, matter you make yeah. it home you make it back not home but you make it back to ulnwick uh before nightfall and are you going to see the mayor? Is that where you're headed? Uh, yeah. Sure. We're yep. just kind of like parading through town yeah, a little bit, too. Like, I don't want to like go. We I'm like throwing go. like rose petals. <laughs> um, people are just coming back from a, a day in, in the farm raising the cattle and uh, are looking quite shocked and apprehensively at these two tiny men riding this tiger. I call out all Nwickians. All Nickites is what. All Nickites. No. You folks, <laughs> we have saved your town. The goblins shall torment you no more. And, and there's a smattering of applause because there's probably only like ten or. And we got some of your money back. I um am going to um like rear up, like I'm getting them off of my back. <laughs> at this point. Oh no, I'm oh, holding yeah. on. I'm holding on still. Okay. I fall off to the side. You can hold it's awkward. On, but I'm going to turn back into my my team. I'm riding you like a backpack now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awkward. People are looking on and they're not quite sure what to think. Uh, a few are are quite frightened, and uh, mothers are pulling their children in from the streets. Okay, where's the mayor? <laughs> mayor knows us. Do you not? You know where the mayor yeah. lives. Do you so not want go to go to? Well, yeah, no, we, no, just, no, we right, just go right yeah. there. You're calling him out. You're just standing in the streets, going like, "Mayor, <laughs> mayor here." <laughs> okay, so <laughs> they don't steal my janitor voice. <laughs> guys, you, guys, you guys have the worst manners. Okay, so Mayor Ernard uh, comes out and says, "Well, you 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 are alive. That is that is a miracle unto itself. What happened?" We, we took care of the problem. Deed is done. Goblins are gone. They they, they ran away. No, not uh, exactly. They they are they are put to rest where their deity, whoever that may be, will take care of them. You you killed them. Yes. I wanted to keep it clean for the kids in the crowd, but yeah, they didn't really give us another option. Oh, the kids have been taken away already. Well, that is that is quite comforting. We. 
we 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 cannot pay you, but um, both myself and I'm sure I I can speak uh, for the mayor of of Blind Hills. You any time you are here, you you may always stay for free in our inns, and and your meals are absolutely on us. It's it is the least we can do. It was our pleasure to help. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So we head. Thanks. We head off to the to the quiet place. Yeah, let's go to the, the, the loud loaf. The loud loaf. <laughs> no, no, we head off to the quiet gate because oh, we want a party, party, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Gerbo gonna get his drink still, on. Still no beer though. Yeah, but they got that sweet plum wine, oh, right? Well, I got brewer stuff, so I I will I will make some beer and it'll be ready in like four to six weeks. <laughs> Good. Stuff. Oh wait, no, okay. that uh, no, that's a different character I made. Never mind. Okay. Uh, well, the the town is really grateful, and they set up a cleanup crew for the morning. Uh, they don't expect you to help with that. Um, they are absolutely disappointed at the disgusting moat, though. And it is uh, still a couple weeks until the road is passable, as they are uh, continually having to fill in this moat and and disassemble the... Uh, the fortress, which came in handy with the plans that were written up, uh, they just kind of reverse Ikea'd that shit and got it down. So, you you saved both Alnwick and Blind Hills. Huzzah! We ride off into the day. Well done! We did it! And find new adventures to take on. Yay! Yay! My goblins were not strong enough for you guys. No, I think that that seemed like a perfectly matched fight. Like it was. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Like, yay! We got to fight, and it was fun, and we got to do <laughs> oh stuff, and yay, Amy, you're awesome. Yay. That was so good. It was so good. It was really fun. I'm so glad. So, Amy, your first DM adventure uh, for this wonderful Women in Tabletop Gaming Month. How did it go? I had a lot of fun. We had a blast. Yeah, yeah that was you great. guys aren't just you it guys aren't good. just saying that to spare my feelings because you know I'm having no, a it was, no, a crisis, it was super fun, a personal no, crisis. <laughs> just, it was it was, a, it was honestly it was super fun. Yeah, you guys, I loved the characters. What I love most, I liked making character voices for all the random and weird, strange people. You did great with those. Yeah. They were not previously planned. I would like to say honestly that ninety five percent of that was improv. Well, there you go. That's well, you yes and the shit out of handy. it. Yeah. So I, I would just like to put it out there for anyone, men or women, who like are nervous about it, but just like to talk shit and can kind of just think fast on their feet. It's not that bad. Just have a couple stats written down. Just you know. absolutely. And that makes and, me feel better. It's my okay. turn soon. I can't yeah. wait. I need to make my character for you, which I can now actually put time in and think about that I'm not all completely self-absorbed <laughs> with my own stuff. That's Whew. fair. Now I can well, do normal things. My episode won't come out for two more weeks. So, lots of time. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that they came up with this Women in Tabletop um, gaming month. I never. I don't think yeah. I ever would have attempted this otherwise. So me, I, me neither. Me neither. I think so that's I think great. It's super fun. Yeah. Well, you did great. Oh, thanks. You did fantastic. And now that you've done it, I mean, there's always Patreon games that you can run. For sure. Yeah. I I could do this again now, knowing what I know now. It would be easier. Definitely. 
Maybe um, not easier, but just a little less stress leading up to it now that I know what I'm yeah. getting it's, into. It's less hectic once you know what to expect. Yes. And how much you need, time needs to be filled and that sort of thing for a session. And mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carla, I think it's going to be even easier for you because you're not married to our regular DM. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't uh, think it was that bad. A little bit at first, but I'm you loosened up gonna, over time. Just gonna, just gonna refrain from comment there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Skype's breaking up. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm going through a tunnel. Anyways, I, I apologize <laughs> if I made you feel uncomfortable. It's not my intent. I was trying to break the ice. You were um, fine, um, but it did make me a little self-conscious at first because I sorry. thought I was getting all the rules wrong. No, you did great. No, yeah, there's no, no rulings that you got wrong. No. Oh, good. Um, and story comes before rules anytime. So uh, you did a really great job with the story and uh, good, good sorry, job. I'm rolling this dice. Um, if you see. want more, see, I'm rolling all rolls. in the fifteens and nineteens. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? If you want to hear more Women in Tabletop Gaming awesomeness, go to womenintabletopgaming.com. David has put together a sweet website that has a whole schedule of an, a bunch of amazing podcasters um, and companies who've come together for this month. And I uh, just want to share and celebrate and do a whole bunch of awesome, great things. We are doing another episode that will be out in two weeks uh, from as this is released, where Carla will be DMing. Yay! Uh, Yay! So celebrations continue <laughs> through the month. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. If you are new to us, we hope you uh, we hope you stay on board with us and listen to some of our other, yeah, other episodes. If you found us on the website, thank you for joining us. Um, and hope we get to talk to you some more on on the on the social social medias. Uh, you can find all Which of our are? stuff. Uh, you can find all of our stuff at dumbdragons.com. Just go there uh, and you can find all uh, all about us. Thank you. Awesome job. Thanks. Way to go, everybody. Good job, Amy. I'm going to go give myself a treat. Round of applause out. Woo! Neither Blind Hills nor, nor, I forgot the name of my town, nor Ulrich is able to fuck. Oh. You better keep this part in. This is like, this is doing anything for the first time in front of someone. This is about, like a lot of people, like if 40,000, 40,000 people, 40,000 listeners, are you there? It's like 40 people who show up to watch you ride your bike for the first time or like, I don't know. Oh, for sure something else that could otherwise go really disastrously and they're just like, oh, I hope you do well on your very first try. You're uh, great. Oh, you're killing it. So far. They are very crafty and, and sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Excellent work, Russ. I was trying That's to good Foley it. work. Yeah. That's great. You're doing great, Amy. Thanks. Yeah, it's so sweaty, good. sweaty. Oh, when I lived in Merritt, Here's a full aside that has nothing to do with anything we're doing, but let me tell That's you the story because it's I amazing. need to hear it. When I lived in Merritt, the doctor in town, I think there literally was maybe only one, um, lived in a castle, like Excellent. legitimately had built his house to look like a castle. Did I mention he was Scottish? He mm -hmm. was. 
outside of his castle. He had Highland cattle. Oh, yeah, he did. And we went to a party there once, my friend and I. And we basically, all the cars, like, parked in the field. And we got there, and it was a costume party. Of course. We did not have costumes, but there was a rack of costumes to choose from. And everyone was dressed up in, like, medieval clothes. Wow. So, like, I dressed up like a knight. And awesome. had a party with all these, like, I mean, kind of everybody, again, is quite a small town. Um, great, good, super fun times. And then when we left the party outside the castle, uh, the Highland cattle were just, like, all milling around the cars. And hmm. they're enormous. Yeah. With, like, the horns. <laughs> we had to, like, try and shoo away all these giant Highland cattle so we could, like drive away in my friend's uh, Dodge Neon. And it Excellent. was a magical night that I can't <laughs> believe really happened because it was so crazy and bizarre. I love That's that story. That's my totally unrelated story. Sorry. It looks very pastoral here and I like it. I thought this story was going to take a dark turn where, like, somebody became the hunted in the party. <laughs> <laughs> someone had to dress up as a Highland cow and then run and hide. We did go in, and there was, like, a bowl for people to put their keys in, and we were Whoa. like, what kind of party did we come to? But it wasn't like that. It was for drunk driving reasons. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, it was not for... <laughs> not for going home with other people. I mean, the party others. takes a turn after after midnight. Yeah, but You're what happens if you carpool? True. Maybe like, we didn't stay late enough. Like, you picked someone else's keys, and they were, like, <laughs> yeah. a group of six in a van, and you're like, I didn't sign up for this shit. <laughs> what do you do then? Do you eat any miny Then you can just take someone's gonna have like, her then feelings you're cast yeah. out into the night to run away from the cows. Anyway, sorry, I totally derailed everything. I just like I don't know. It was amazing. Share that with my friends that that happened. And all that you could see, and all that you could see was the other side of the mountain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to turn the lights on before we start the fight, so I'll be... Feels good, doesn't it, Amy? You know what? Everyone roll for initiative. I have to go pee. I got 22. It's, just, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, what's my initiative bonus? I got 19. Oh, we're gonna fuck shit up. Those goblins don't know what's gonna hit their butts. It's a javelin. That's what's going to hit their butts. I like it. Apparently. Uh, did, Amy, did Amy go pee? Yes. yes. Good. I'm going to do that, too. It is allowed. Uh, the side in which that's... Stop. The... There's a oh. siren. Here, here they come. The boys in the bright white oh. sports. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Waving their arms. Wasn't as much of an emergency as they thought it was. All right. They just need to get through that red. Okay. (laughs) See, one thing they don't give you how big the fucking room is. Like, come on. Did they give you a map on the other side? Yeah, they did. It's probably there. Okay. (laughs) Settle down, Russ. Right? It's just trying to help. Mm. And I don't like saying that. It just sounds weird. And there's a big pubic mound he's hiding behind. That's all I can think of. <laughs> and now you're welcome, listeners, for that visual. Send in your fan art. That the one should be pubic mound. <laughs> and how they're obsessed with shooting people in the taint. That was. That's... It's all connected. The Fable and Folly Network. 
where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W., But how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.